Here's the last one. Look at verse 11. Finally, David notes, starting in verse 11, that not only does confusion increase and weakness increase and troubles increase, but aloneness increases. In our younger years, there seems to be endless avenues to pursue. Time just flies. Friends flow around us. Plans are laid out far into the future for this and that. Life is filled with classrooms, with bus and car rides, with work meetings and gatherings as parents, as members and participants of this and that. And we just can't keep up with it all. We have so much going. But then slowly, the calendar clears the friends decrease, the travel abates, and we find ourselves increasingly alone. And being alone is a lifelong condition, but it seems to sting more when coupled with troubles increasing, insecurities increasing, weaknesses and confusion. And some people as they age choose to look back on their past when they're all alone and only remember what they had and lost or what they never had and wanted. That's very debilitating when you're alone, to only look back at what you don't have anymore or what you always wanted to have. And that's debilitating. And some people in the present, they use it as a basis to complain and bewail all their aches and pains and problems. And that's a debilitating choice too. And other people, they choose to look at their future but they really don't want to look at their future because they fear death and they're afraid of dying. So they won't even look ahead. They don't want to talk about the future because they don't want to talk about the end. But in Psalm 71, David looks back at the past and all he sees is God's hand of faithfulness and power even when he's alone. And he looks at the present and he sees God's plan for him and he starts anew and afresh declaring that's what he will do. He's going to do to the end of his days, and we're going to see that tonight, his forward look, his future plans, the I wills of David's life, starting in verse 14. He looks ahead to the future and he sees all God wants him to do until he goes home to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How do you do that? Well, verse 13, when aloneness increases, what should we do? David declares his unwavering choice, this godly habit he had. Verse 13, David decided he would never give up, even when he was all alone, even when he was neglected, even when he was sick, ignored, rejected, maligned, and forgotten by everyone in the world except God. Remember, I, I got off the plane in Michigan and someone said, oh, did you travel alone? I said, no, the Lord came with me. Do you really believe that? Do you really acknowledge that? Do you really say, I'm all alone? I'm neglected? I'm, I'm forgotten by everyone? Except God? See, we need to remember that. Look what he says in verse 13. Let them be confounded and consumed who are the adversaries of my life. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor who seek me. Verse 14, and we're crossing the line into tonight, but look at this. But I will hope continually. In other words, what he says is, I'm going to keep up this track record. I'm going to keep trusting your faithfulness. But he doesn't stop there. Look at the rest of verse 14. And I'll praise you yet more and more. He says, I'm, I'm going to keep up this track. I'm just going to increase it. I, the longer I live, the further I go toward the beginning of real life, 
I'm just going to be more and more thankful and praising you. This evening, we see in Psalm 71, 14 through 24, how David shifts his focus from all his troubles and turns the spotlight on that other track of life. That was why David, at the end of his life, when God wrote his epitaph, which is how we started this in January and began looking at David's life, God wrote his epitaph in chapter 13 of Acts and said that David served God's purpose in his generation. What was his purpose? To lay down a life, an entire life that has every conceivable problem. I mean, he had one of his sons raping one of his daughters. That's a problem. He had another son murdering one of his other sons. He had another son trying to murder him. In the midst of it, he's having a, an adulterous, immoral affair and kills this woman's husband. On top of that, he is a religious leader and songwriter. I mean, he has every possible stress in life there is. He, in every setting, fulfills God's purposes to the end. Mm -hmm.